I have a series of things to get into about oil and the price of oil and where this administration is on oil. And I start with this from Nancy Pelosi yesterday to set the stage, to set the the understanding of of where we are and what's going on. But... We cannot allow the fossil fuel industry to use this as an excuse to reverse everything we're doing to save the planet. One of the things I think that the president may say, I don't have this as a fact, is that we will use the um, Defense Production Act to speed up uh, diversification uh, so that we're not so dependent uh, on oil. Never let a crisis go to waste. I don't make the argument that supply chain isn't an issue, and I don't make the argument that war isn't an issue. But the argument is clear that the Biden policies have caused oil prices to go up regardless of anything having to do with Vladimir Putin. And oil prices going up is the goal, is the plan. This goes back to the days of Barack Obama and the... um, that electricity would have to necessarily skyrocket. That's the plan. That's the desire. In order to get people off of oil, you have to get them onto the green fantasy. In order to make that happen, the oil price has to go up so green looks good by comparison. Under my plan uh, of a cap-and-trade system, electricity rates would necessarily skyrocket. Even... Yeah, regardless of what I say about whether coal is good or bad, because I'm capping greenhouse gases, coal-powered plants, you know, natural gas, you name whatever the plants were, whatever the industry was, they would have to uh, retrofit their operations. That will cost money. They will pass that money on to consumers. All for an ideological desire that isn't based in reality. Again, I have no issue with green anything. But it has to get powered and it has to work. You can tell me all about electric cars all you want. But we have people in line for electric charging stations. And the electricity has to come from somewhere. This is not a panacea. And an honest, rational look at the data shows us this. But that's not what we get from the Biden administration. That's not what we get from Nancy Pelosi. We get the proof that you never let a crisis go to waste. And they are going to take this opportunity to try and once again cram something that doesn't work, the green agenda down your throat. As opposed to being conservationists, as opposed to being smart, as opposed to working towards these things in a proper way. You don't eliminate oil. You don't make oil purposefully expensive and have uh, a pride in that. You work on the issue until it becomes feasible, valuable, worthy. It becomes a commodity. It becomes uh, ubiquitous. You're able to spread it across the land, and then you're done. People have proven they'd go electric, but you haven't figured out the cost of electric. Now, have you? But you don't seem to care. Biden surely doesn't give a damn. That's the popcorn moment. Let's go. Let's go. It's a story you need to hear to believe, then grab your popcorn because there is more. First, Joe Biden flat out lying because about why gas prices are going up. The problem we're facing with gas prices has two roots. First, the pandemic. When COVID struck, demand for oil plummeted, so production slowed down worldwide. 
is because of the strength and the speed of our recovery, demand for oil shot back up much faster than the supply. That's why the cost of gas began to rise last year. The second route is Vladimir Putin. The start of this year, gas was about $3.30 a gallon. Today, it's about averaging 420, 422. It's higher in many states. Is he going to talk about how it got to 330? Because it wasn't COVID. It wasn't COVID. It wasn't COVID. Now, you can argue that if a, a uh, refinery or something else had, had, had COVID and people were, uh, you know, sick or they weren't able to go back to work for a week, okay, that could have a, a bit of an effect. But it was a policy conversation mixed with an inflation reality. But what is Biden doing? Going after the oil companies as if they're the problem. First it's Putin, and now it's Exxon. It's also a moment of patriotism. I want to acknowledge those companies that have already announced they're increasing immediate production. They're investing money to produce more oil. And also clean technology we need to reduce our dependence on oil in the future. They have everything they need. Nothing standing in their way. And they've indicated they will be producing an extra one million barrels of oil per day. So those are the are, are the patriots. He's saying this exactly as he's saying that they're a bunch of jerks. But some companies have been pretty blunt. They don't want to increase supply because Putin's price hike means higher profits. One CEO even acknowledged that they don't care if the price of a, ga- a barrel of oil goes to $200 a barrel. They're not going to step up the production. I say enough. Enough of lavishing excessive profits on investors and payouts and buybacks when the American people are watching. The world is watching. U.S. oil companies made nearly $80 billion in profit last year. And this year, those profits are expected to continue to soar. This is the time, not the time, to sit on record profits. It's time to step up for the good of your country the good of the world to invest in immediate production that we need to respond. If you were talking about the good of the country, you would not be joyously cheering high gas prices as a way to move a green agenda. You would be engaged in saying, hey, oil companies, what do you need in these permits that I keep talking about? Right. Uh, In in order to maybe make them active and make these uh, areas workable that you can drill and you can get oil and we can get this to uh, the American people. What can we do to help? He doesn't say that. He says, shame on you for not doing enough, not even understanding what it takes to do the job. But he understands the green part of it. He understands the woke part of it. And here's what your future is. We're also setting new standards to boost fuel economies for new vehicles sold in America. Within five years, we're going to travel 10 miles more on every single gallon we have because the average fuel economy of 49 miles of the gallon is going to be required. That means hundreds of dollars in savings for families at the pump. We're also setting similar standards for appliances from your air conditioner to your microwave, your refrigerator, washers, dryers. It's just one of 100 actions we're taking to save the average family $100 per year in utility bills. 
I have an idea. If you don't know how to fix an air conditioner, you can't tell people how to make an air conditioner. Why does anybody think government's job is to tell the air conditioner manufacturer how to make the damn air conditioner? Government doesn't know how to do this. Could we stop relying on these people? If people ask for energy efficiency, companies will respond. But forcing them to do this, that, and the other, forcing 49 miles a gallon, that car is going to get your family killed because it's going to be made out of tissue paper. Oh, that's why we're going all electric? Fantastic. Don't know where the electricity is coming from. No idea. This is what happens when you have a society that believes that government is there to help. The hell it is. Government should be small and lean and focused, like on Article 1, Section 8. But they sure as hell shouldn't be worried about my air conditioner. They don't know what they're doing. They're schmucks.